0: Hello listener, welcome to episode 17 of Area de Rigori, that is ADR for com. Thank you very much for joining us, wherever you are joining us from, whether it's Apple, Anchor or Spotify. We are back on horseback again, me and Maxi after missing a week. Maxi was very busy. How are you? Uh, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, good man. Good to, good to get you back on and talking about culture after after missing a week. Yeah, it's it's
1: great to be back. Uh, a, a fun week to talk about as well.
0: Yeah, I think we I think we just about timed it right in terms of missing that week, um, that week last week because of other commitments and busyness and stuff like this. And obviously, it's still Ramadan and I'm still fasting. But so much to unpack this week. Yeah,
1: yeah. Sometimes uh, life comes in between, but we are back now.
0: Literally everything happened in in Syria this week. At the top, at the bottom, I think maybe it's just because it's getting towards the end, and teams have sort of w- woken up, and everyone is battling for every single point out there. Um, let's start with your team, Milan and Lazio.
1: Yeah, uh, it, it felt like um, it felt like the Scudetto dream was over there for for a long while. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't until the ninety second minute when uh, Sandro Tonali. Or
0: the, Sandra, no. uh. it was incredible man it was incredible so uh for those who didn't watch it although um if you have more to the highlights or if you haven't watched it then i'm not really sure what you're doing listening oh, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> milan two lazio one um milan went down early in the fourth minute to a Chiro goal yeah milinkovic savage and immobile combining again for uh, a combination that's worked well all all season, and then I think throughout. Then from from then onwards, it was pretty much Milan yeah. uh, on top of Lazio. I would say um, Rafa Liao was fantastic, Ter- terrific game. By Rafa yeah, absolutely fantastic. He was terrorizing uh, Lazio down there, down that side, which is interesting because he yeah. he was giving Lazio a headache. Uh, they couldn't literally deal with the purely tactic of give it to Liao and something will happen. Everything was happening. On his accord, he was skipping past his guys. So easily, Um, Manu Lazzari, who likes to normally go forward, couldn't compete with him. Lucas was coming over and trying to help out on that side as well. Malinkovic-Savage too. It just wasn't working. Um, Yeah, He combined brilliantly well with Giroud for the first goal, ran down the left, crossed it in, Giroud scored. Uh, I thought it was bizarre that he actually got taken off just before the, the Tonali goal.
1: Yeah, it must have been something like he was tired or something because otherwise I, I don't know what Pioli was was uh, thinking because uh, it, pretty much everything happened through Rafa uh, and And as you said uh, and talked about, uh, Lazio couldn't stop him. Uh, with everything they tried, they couldn't stop him. Uh, and I, I tweeted uh, during the game that honestly, without even the slightest hyperbole, Rafael I was probably one of the best one against one players I've seen in in, in my lifetime. Uh, of course, there are the likes of Ronaldinho and and, this, and guys like that, of course. Uh, and I I I won't compare them to Rafaeliaw, but I mean, he 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 just glides past the opposition by by with ease.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm thinking of like Iron Robin, um, Frank Ribery on the other side. But he, he when when a player. That, knows what he's gonna do, and the opposition player knows what he's gonna to do too, but it happens anyway yeah um it, it's you know you know you're clearly good at your craft. he's one of the most devastating wingers in the world right now, uh and he's a big big outlook for Milan. This is like maybe gonna be odd to say i maybe it's because you were chasing the game, but that's the most creatively offensive that I've seen you in weeks, right. I mean, normally I think what's been happening is you don't look good up front and you try to create a goal out of like one long range shot or uh, a mistake of the opponent or or something like this. But that's the most creative uh, I've seen you in weeks, I think, since like the nil-nils and the one nils. I don't
1: know how how you felt, uh, but I think that Mena switched a bit of an attacking approach here. They didn't just... Um, get it to, to the wings and cross it in. They actually tried to play through Lazio's defence.
0: Yeah, it was less of the long ball,
1: And it's uh, because of that, the first goal came. Uh, a great one too with uh, Liao and Giroud. So yeah, I, I think they they used a different approach uh, offensively and, and it, it worked well because, it, as you said, of uh, attacks were more alive than in weeks. Uh, and, and it Let's be honest, it could have been more goals for Milan.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think you had a ton of chances. But I, I think maybe it was the fact that you were chasing the game rather than having to break down a team that was in a low block for me. So normally if you were playing a Caleri or uh, previously, who did who was the other nil-nil against? Bologna. Bologna. Um, the, the, the whole point of the game was Milan trying to break teams down yeah. uh, and finding it difficult to do so. I think it helped also that Lazio sort of. I know they've improved defensively in sort of the last ten games or so, I would say. But it it doesn't it helps that they were, I think, a little bit open too.
1: Yeah, I agree. It wasn't like, uh, as you said, Udinese or Bologna, a team who who are comfortable with a with a tie, because Lazio wanted the win as well, because they they need every point they can get at this stage of the season, and they and they went for the win. Um, that that uh, that went into Milan's favor
0: yeah the, i i think there was a moment when he made the subs w- w- was it maybe around 75 minutes or something just before the goal uh, i think around about yeah let's say 75 minutes after Giroud had scored there was still messias was uh, messias had one of his best games i thought in the milan shirt by the way he he did so uh, that's why i found it so bizarre that he took him off as well I think if you had lost or drawn this game, maybe Peoli gets cooked for the first time in a while because the changes just didn't make sense to me. Salamekas came on, Kroonich came on, Rabich came on, Ibra came on, uh, Mesias, Leao, Diaz, and Giroud. So like that's like your full, that's the whole of your attack. Mm. You know what I mean? That that's a whole of 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 your attack being switched out and a new attack being put in. <laughs> I, I think I was I was sort of screaming before the, the second goal went in. I'm not a Milan fan, by the way. I'm just a passionate supporter of, of Calcio. I was screaming, look, just calm down. Because all they were doing, and I think it's because the changes had altered things so much, all they were doing was sort of floating crosses into the box or in the build-up play, one or two passes would go Ori and then Ibra would get mad. I, I think it was a couple of long-range shots that they had, I think, it was maybe Tesie or, or or I think teo teo had one of them, I think yes, yes, no, no, it was teo teo had a shot, but it, it it felt like the attack was felt like it got a bit unsettled because he had changed so much, and then obviously the goal happens. The goal by the way, is one of the worst goals I've seen in my life. The cross is bad, firstly, okay, it's good from Rebic to press <laughs> yeah, he presses well, the cross comes in, cross comes in, it's probably going to Strikosha, To Strakosha to gather right. It is, and it's uh, a good header from Ibrahimovic. A Cherby heads it out anywhere. Uh, Ibra puts it back in, and then Tonali, and then we know the rest. Really, it was just you. You could feel um the the, the importance of the goal. It was just bedlam. Yeah, at uh, at Stadio Olimpico. By the way, you took fourteen thousand Milan fans there, right? Yeah. So uh, it it felt like a home game at times. It did, uh, and uh, also. Uh, We must
1: mention that uh, part of why that is, is because uh, some, I don't know how many, but uh, some groups uh, of Latvia Ultras uh, boycotted the game because of the ticket prices. Uh, So, yeah, Milan had many there and Latvia had less than they usually have. It sounded like it though. Yeah, you, you can see it throughout the whole game. It was kind of cool that Milan did a Tifo uh, at the away game.
0: Yeah, it was of of, of the England flag. <laughs> yeah. I'm joking. I'm joking. Obviously, it wasn't, don't don't cook me for for whoever's listening. At. Milan was begging to join the Premier League. <laughs> Maybe you can fill uh, everybody in more on that. So why is the essentially the England flag in the in the Milan badge.
1: Yeah, it's the it's the crest of of Milano. Uh, so, in Italy, uh, cities and uh, regions have their own kind of flags or or crests, and uh, the uh, Milan's is like the the England flag ish. Uh, so that's why the why they had a thief of it. Uh, there there was even a time. I think it was in the like 2015 or something like that, uh, where they had had a period that they had that kind of crest instead of the Milan logo on on the chest of the shirt.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was true. Uh Yeah, it's it's a cross of um, Saint Ambrose, patron saint of city of Milano. So there you go. Yeah, you learn about Italian history as well as fun Italian fact. football on this podcast. Yeah, man, look at us providing fun facts. Of course, that's what we do every week. So, yeah, 2-4 was cool. Uh, a full, pretty much a Milan crowd at the Stadio, Olimpico, And the celebrations at, at 92nd minute were just something else. I think in the celebrations, did you see Stefano Pioli fell over? No, I missed it. Giroud had to pick him up. So it, it, there's like a picture of everyone celebrating and Pioli's on the floor and Giroud pick him, pick, picked him up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Milan, it's 34 games down. They're top could be more points. Like I said, there could be more points. Clear, there was Spezia, Zutnesi, there was other chances to capitalize, they haven't. But 34 games in, 74 points, the top, uh, that goal and that celebration um, being at Lazio on the 92nd minute, I think just sim, just is symbiotic of this Pioli team. They just literally don't know when to give up. I think it's because they've been conditioned to deal with adversity constantly. Um, this team this year and last year has just dealt with so many injuries over the last two years. They're just used yeah. to their backs being up against the wall and they're used to doing it when the odds are, are against them and the chips are down. Um, that is like basically in contrast to what happened to Napoli this week where they don't have the same mentality. I agree. And,
1: and to be honest, that's one of the biggest uh, differences I see um, since Pioli's been manager of Milan that he's... Created a a strong uh, a strong group mentality and most of all a a, a fight strong mentality that they never give up uh, and of course he's had help from uh, from Ibrahimovic Simon Kiar, uh, and and those guys but I mean you can just see how how every Milan player would go into war for Stefano Pioli because they love him so much and. And the 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 group he has created, uh, and that's honestly, I would say that his that is his strongest trait as a manager. Um, yeah. And, and and I don't mean to like uh, make less of his tactical uh, ability because he's good there yeah. as well. But
0: oh, you finally come around now. He, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after me convincing you. Anyway, go on. putting me on blast.
1: <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, I as you said, I think that's um, kind of the difference for for Milan and Napoli this year. And if if we it is, if it will take them all the way, uh, it remains to be seen. But at least uh, that's why why they're still in it.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a big it's a scudetto push. It's a scudetto title charge, uh, powered yeah. by this. Mentality that Pioli's built up with these with these Milan players, you could just see the what it meant to them when the celebrations of full time Maldini coming onto the pitch. Ibra, why was Ibra still pissed with Tanali after they've won? Did you see that? No, he was still just, <laughs> he was still sort of like telling him off for something after the whistle they've <laughs> um I, I don't Yeah, know. I mean, good for Ibra came on and got the assist and everything like this. He also had a chance just before that was going so wide.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, how I don't know how he missed that one.
0: He got deflected and he went to a corner, luckily for him, because that chance was going um so wide. So a quick word on Tonali, because I think that he's been one of the most improved players in, in the league this year. And up until, I'd say, around about 25, 26 games, he was one yeah. of the best players of the season. A lot of people on my Twitter feed and a lot of people on WhatsApp have said, He's not good. What do we What do we think? Uh, maybe he's just gone off the boil the last four, five, six, seven, eight games. Because um, I think he's not. I a think it's season. hard
1: for a player to ha- to have that kind of level throughout an entire season. There will be ups and downs, and he he had his downs now. And uh, I think uh, I think the last couple of games he's been better and better. And against Lazio, he was. He played a great game, uh, so it was very worthy that he got to the score, the score the goal, uh, which, which was his first of the season as well. We might add. Cool. I, I, yeah, I, no I read bad. it on Twitter. Uh, so yeah, uh, I, and I would, I would agree that he, he, and probably Rafa Liao have been the most improved players as in Milan this season. Uh,
0: yeah. I think Leao probably takes the cake as like your player player. Yeah, me, me, me too, because he's been
1: so, well. so crucial. Um but yeah, it's a tough one. I I
0: And and then maybe tomorrow tomori second and, and um yeah, I'd give Tomori second.
1: Yeah, I, I agree right? with you. Um but it's it's great to see because Tonali we, we know all along that he he had a great potential but I mean, it felt like last season he needed the time to adapt to everything. He he came from a from a small club and hadn't played uh, yeah in Milan before. He needed to accustom himself to the to the system, to the group.
0: We, I think, I think we can see some of the some bearings of the fruit this year. Yeah. Um, regardless of his drop off, I think it's over for Lazio in terms of top four now. I think with both Rome clubs, um like i think there there's only two points be- between them right The roma on 58 lazio on 56 i think what's going to be more interesting is to see what they do next season
1: yeah and um, they they will uh, they will have to step up in the summer because right now milan inter juventus and um, napoli are ahead of them uh, fiorentina are breathing down their necks uh, so they will uh, they will need to act this summer, because otherwise they can fall even further.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think, I think, um, anything else on Lazio? I think we've, I think we've touched enough on that now.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Might be worth mentioning that uh, with this win, Milan also mathematically clinched the uh, Champions League spot for the for the second time, uh, for the second year in a row, which, um, yeah,
0: which is an extra 30 million in revenue.
1: Yeah, which was the main target this season.
0: Um, yeah, but now you're in a schedule push. Yeah. So anyway, probably probably now going towards a team who has so in one weekend Milan has just about continued their Skedetta push and then I think another team has probably ended their Skedetta push now. Napoli lost three two to Empoli. Um they were winning up until the eightieth minute as well. And not just a
1: one nil win; they were two, two nil up.
0: Two nil up, going towards the 80th minute, everything was all fine. Liam Henderson scores in the 80th minute. Andres Pinamonti scores in the 83rd and the uh, 87th minute. And then what happens? They get a ritirno. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those beautiful things in ritirno. Italian football.
1: If any any listener don't don't know what what ritirno is, it's uh, it's a uh, Wait, is it a Retiro or
0: Retirno? A retiro. A retiro. Okay, so it's like that park in Madrid. I don't know that park in Madrid. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever been to Madrid. You've never been to Madrid, Maxi? I haven't. What? Okay, well, you got to come next time then. Yeah. Next time I go. Anyway, Napoli uh, got given a Retiro, which I don't really understand. Stand to be honest.
1: It's it's basically that the, the usually it's the manager or the or the club president who, who makes the decision that they go into the Tiro. Yeah, and that means that they will will live at the training facilities uh, and they can't see their families. They can't go home. They can't leave the training facility. And so Jesus.
0: that's what Napoli is doing now. Uh, they're going because of the the, the, the loss to Empoli. Um, I, I don't really understand this because it's like. Well, yeah, but the season's over. It just feels—it just feels like De Dele, Laurentiis has gone. You've been bad, gone, pretty rough now, and it's like, uh, like <laughs> yeah,
1: but actually, it was Spalletti's decision.
0: Oh, yeah, that I didn't know. That was—it was—it was Spalletti's decision. Yeah, maybe he's in line of thinking that they, with with Allegri winning again this week, they're on sixty-six points now. you breathing down Napoli's necks. So maybe he's thinking along them lines.
1: Yeah, like some some for some sort of damage control to kind of regain focus to clinch a Champions League spot because Napoli haven't they haven't uh, qualified for 2 years now and uh, it would be devastating for them to miss out a third year in a row. Yeah.
0: Uh, they should do. They should do this. Yeah, I mean Roma aren't going to cut.
1: I don't think so either. But
0: uh... no, there's there's nine points between them. So what is it? They just have to win one game, right? Yeah, they just have to win one game. They should be fine for top four. Um, what what do we think about their Scudetto challenge now? I think it's over. Um, the, the goals they conceded were just sloppy, though. I think that would be the most frustrating thing for Spalletti. The um the first goal, Malquin loses it. Uh, in in fullback. And then it results in Liam Henderson scoring. The second goal is an atrocious goalkeeping mistake. And the third goal is just them being rattled at the fact that it's it's now 2-2 and it's just poor defending.
1: Yeah, Let, let's be honest. It's, Even with the 2-2 result, their the dream was basically over.
0: Oh, yeah, it was over. The I mean, it, it feels like Napoli always, when they're in a challenge, Get very excited about being in the challenge, and then sort of just fade away. But everyone knows that they're gonna fade away. Is that is that like a fairism? I don't want to be too mean. No, I I share that. Uh, at least the last couple of years,
1: uh, it's it was it's there the kind of uh, situation now which Liverpool were before they like developed this mentality that it's been so long since they won the league.
0: Yes. That's good.
1: That they almost crumble when they come close to it.
0: Yeah. And and the person that that won them the league is a footballing god, right? I mean, he's he's probably the best player ever of all time. And to have that shadow sort of loom over you all that time, it's yeah. like Man United and Sir Alex Ferguson. You, can't, you sort of can't go and talk about United without mentioning him. And the first thing you think of when you hear Napoli is probably Maradona, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. So I I think that it's kind of they haven't developed this mentality yet to to ride ride out a Scudetto push. Um, they they crumbled and uh, to be honest, I think that both both the first and the second goal in, in this game against Empoli was they just lacked focus and
0: uh,
1: they thought they had a win.
0: Very silly errors, really really silly errors. If you if you yeah. They thought they had a win and then they, they blew it.